Do you see your father? No, not yet. Wait, I see. There he is. Hey, Dad, over here. Don't make a scene, Jimmy. George, George. Oh, here we are. Mom. Hi, guys. What is this, the official welcoming committee? <laughs> Hi, Barry. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, welcome home, darling. Guys, people are watching. I let them watch. I'm happy to see my family. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Hi, sweetheart. And, uh, You're not going to hug me, are you? Well, a handshake will do. Hello, son. Hello, father. Ah, gotcha. Hey! <laughs> give, me, give your dad a hug. Oh, good grief. I'm glad you're back. Yeah, so am I. Let's go get my bags. Well, how did it go, George? Well, it, it was... was the longest week of my life, Dad. You don't know what it's like being the only man in the house. Man? Ha! I was outvoted on the TV. All they talked about was girl stuff, and Donna can't catch a ball worth beans. You can't throw. Well, I'm sure it was very traumatic for you, Jimmy. Hopefully I won't have to take such a long trip again. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. They won't need you in Washington anymore? Well... Maybe we should talk about it when we get home. Oh, that's what I was afraid of. Afraid? Well, what are you afraid of, Mom? I knew it. Something's going on. Didn't I tell you something was going on, Donna? Three trips to Washington in two months means something's going on. Okay, Jimmy. Dad, I thought you went to Washington for a business seminar. Well, I did, but uh, there was more to it than that. What? What's happening? You may as well tell him, George. If I have to wait until we get home, I might scream. All right, all right. Well, our head office in Washington wants me to work for them. Work for them? Mm. That's a long commute, Dad. Mm-hmm. And that's why we might have to move. Move? The Barkley family moving? It looks like they have some important decisions to make. Find out what happens when our adventure in Odyssey continues right after this. Hi, Stephen Curtis Chapman here. I love stories, and that's why I'm excited about The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe movie. But did you know you can hear the story before you see the movie? Focus on the Family Radio Theater has dramatized the entire Chronicles of Narnia series from C.S. Lewis. So whether in the car or at home, families can listen to these dramatic stories from the Chronicles of Narnia, produced by Focus on the Family. Complete details are available at innernarnia.com. And now, today's adventure in Odyssey. Good to be home. While well, still home. Now, Donna, I didn't say we are moving. I just said that they offered me a job. A good job. A good job making a lot of money. We're moving. Oh, will you two stop it? There's no reason to believe your father is definitely taking the job. Right, George? Well, there are a lot of things to consider, like how you feel about it. That's easy. But the most important thing is what God wants us to do. So before you start moping around, I need you to help me. Help you? Like how? Well, like... Help me figure out what God's will is in all of this. Oh, well, how do we do that? How do you think you'd discover God's will? Pray, I guess. Yeah, that's a good start. Yeah, what else? Read our Bibles. Right. right. That's it? Pray and read our Bibles? You think that's going to tell us what you should do? Perhaps. I think it also helps to talk to someone who's good at giving advice. You know, God often uses other people to tell us his will. Someone we trust, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, that should be easy. Mm -hmm. 
So you want me to tell you if it's God's will for you to move to Washington, D.C. Is that the idea? Yeah. Can you do that? Well, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I, I can't. Then why did Dad tell me to come here? He said to go to someone I trust and... I don't think your father meant that someone you trust will tell you God's will. He probably meant that the person you trust will give you advice and suggestions to help you understand what God wants you to do. In fact, you should be very careful any time one person claims to know God's will for your life. Okay, so can you tell me how people figure it out? Well, there are a number of ways, depending on who you talk to. I suppose your dad told you the basics, prayer and Bible study. Got those. Sometimes people let circumstances tell them God's will. I don't get it. Well, let's say your dad was offered this job in Washington, D.C., and when he got back to Odyssey, he found out his company here closed down. Some people would say the circumstances were telling your dad to go to Washington. God closed one door and opened another. That's easy. Anything else? Well, along those lines, some folks put out a fleece. But we don't have a dog. A dog? Oh, <laughs> not fleas. A fleece is wool shorn from sheep. Well, we don't have sheep either. Well, let me explain. In the Old Testament, the book of Judges, a soldier named Gideon wanted to know if God would help his army win a battle. Uh, uh, God, uh, sir, uh, uh, you know we're about to fight a really big battle, uh, but we'd kind of like your help to know if we're going to win or not. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to take this fleece and I'm going to put it on, on the ground here. And uh, if tomorrow morning the dew is on the fleece, but the ground around it is dry, then we'll know it's your will that we're going to win. Okay? Uh, thank you. Thank you very much, uh, sir. Then what happened? Well, Gideon got up in the morning and the ground was dry. Well, what about the fleece? It was still wet. And that's how he figured God's will? Well, not exactly. You see, Gideon realized he'd made a mistake. God, sir, I think I, I made a little mistake. You see, I know that the ground would normally be dry before the fleece would. So uh, if you'll just reverse it now and make the fleece dry and the ground around it wet tomorrow morning, then I'll know for sure that you want us to win the battle. Uh, thank you very much, sir. And in the morning it was. And God used Gideon to win the battle. People still do that? Oh, some do. Others don't think it's a good idea. You know, I think it should be used carefully, if at all. A fleece, huh? Thanks, Mr. Whitaker. You've been a big help. Thanks for letting me spend the night, Jess. This is a very important time, Donna. I thought we should be together. Me too. You can't move to Washington, Donna. I know, I know. Well, that's why we have to try to figure out God's will. Maybe he doesn't think we should go either, but we won't know unless we check. Open your Bible. To where? I don't know. Dad just said to read my Bible and pray. Oh. How about the concordance? How about it? Well, does your Bible have one? In the back. You can look up words and it'll tell you the verses. So? So you can look up will. Maybe that'll help. Okay. Will. There. Oh, well, there's a whole bunch of verses. This could take all night. Tell me one. Hmm. Romans 12, 2. And I'll look up Ephesians 5, 17. Got it. Romans 12, 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what the will of God is, 
that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Boy, that's an awful lot of things to do before you can know God's will. How about yours? Ephesians 5.17 So then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Great. But how? That doesn't tell me whether we should go or not. Well, let's look up the word go. Hmm. Um, well, here are a couple. Genesis 12, 1. Hmm. All right, here it is. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land I will show you. That's not what I wanted to hear. Forget it. The Lord was talking to Abram, not you. Let's look up the word wait. Hmm. Wait. There are a lot of those. That's significant. Why? Well, there are more verses about waiting than going. Give me one. Okay, Psalm 27, 14. Do you really think it works like that? I mean... Here we go. Psalm 27, 14. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. That's it. The Bible couldn't be any clearer. You can't move to Washington. But how long should we wait? That's God's business, Donna. The verse says to wait, and that's what you should do. I don't know. Maybe we should pray about it, too. I'll tell you what. Some people prayed in the Bible when they had big decisions to make, and God talked to them. So let's pray and ask God to tell us if he doesn't want you to wait. Well, okay. But I'm still not sure about all this. The Bible says what it says. I'll pray, okay? Okay. Heavenly Father, you said right here in your word for Donna to wait on you. But if you didn't mean it that way, we'll be quiet and you can tell us what you really meant. Okay? We're listening, Lord. Okay, Lord, we understand. Thank you for taking the time to help us. Amen. Did you hear God tell you to go? No. There you are, Donna. God's will is for you to stay in Odyssey. Hmm. That wasn't as hard as I thought. I wonder what Dad will say when I tell him tomorrow. Well, the news is depressing as ever. I thought the report about crime in Washington was informative. Only certain parts of Washington, dear. Where have the kids been all night? Uh, Donna's spending the night at Jesse's. Oh, that's right. I knew that. And Jimmy's been busy with something in his room. You know, they've both taken seriously your request to learn God's will. Well, that's good. But, um, how about you? I know this has been hard on you. I've been thinking about it a lot and praying. As much as I don't want to leave Odyssey, my better sense tells me this could be a very good thing for you and your career. For all of us, I suppose. Yeah. So, uh, you think we should go? Oh, I hate the thought of leaving. This is our home. It's where we got married, had our two children. Our roots are here. You think we should stay, then? Well, I think, after praying like I've never prayed before, uh-huh. that God's will is... Is... Is what? What? God's will is for you to decide, George. I'm happy to go along with whatever you think is best. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mary. I mean, that puts it entirely on my shoulders. <laughs> right. <laughs> I wonder who that could be. Hello? Oh, hello, Mr. Cole. No, no, that's all right. We we were up. We just finished watching the news. You're in Chicago. Oh. Oh, yeah, the convention. That's right. That's right. No, not at all. I, I, 
Actually, I think it'd be a wonderful idea. Right. Sure, just just call me before you leave, and I'll give you directions. Fine. Great, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Goodbye. Mr. Cole? Yeah, he's the uh, general supervisor of the Washington office, my boss's boss. Oh. I met him briefly while I was in Washington. He's uh, in Chicago for a meeting, and thought it'd be good for us to meet here in Odyssey. Here? Yeah. Oh, this thing is going to make me a nervous wreck. When is he coming? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow? Tomorrow? Yeah. Oh. We'll have more of today's adventure in Odyssey right after this. The Hiding Place. Corey Ten Boom's story of rescuing Jews during World War II has been dramatized by Focus on the Family Radio Theater. The Ten Boom family helped hundreds of Jewish people escape the Nazi Holocaust. Their dramatic story is preserved in this audio production from Focus on the Family in association with Tyndale Entertainment. It's available on CD or cassette. More information about The Hiding Place is at radiotheater.org. That's radiotheater.org. The telephone number is 1-800-THE-LETTER-A-FAMILY. This summer, get ready to wrestle wild crocodiles on the 2006 Brio Mission Trip. It's not exactly that kind of trip. Okay, I'll try this. Susie Schellenberger wants to take you to the Lima Bean Capital of the World, Lima, Peru. It's pronounced Lima. If you like sock puppets. I think I need to do this myself. Want to do something wildly life-changing this summer? Then prove it. Join me, Susie Schellenberger, and more than 500 teen girls and guys as we head to Lima, Peru for our 2006 Brio Missions Trip. The trip is July 3rd through the 16th and features ministry to orphans and drama evangelism. You'll also get to worship with our special musical guest, Barlow Girl. But I need you love me. Check out Perubit, the 2006 Brio Missions Trip to Lima, Peru. The registration deadline is April 1st, 2006. For information and your application, go to briomag.com. That's brio, B-R-I-O, mag.com. Briomag.com. And now, back to the adventure. Breakfast is ready. Mary, do you know anything about this? It's a sweater. Uh, it looks like one of Jimmy's. Well, I found it when I went out for the paper. It was sitting in the middle of the front yard. Oh, I've told him about leaving his clothes lying around. Mm. He doesn't usually leave them outside, though. Jimmy! Hi, Mom. Oh, hi, Donna. You're just in time for breakfast. Oh, good. Jesse only had grand cereal. Oh, hi, Dad. Morning, sweetheart. Did you have a good time last night? Yeah, you'll never guess what. Good morning, everybody. Hi, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, your dad found your sweater out in the front yard. Mm. Great. Dad, was it wet or dry? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I Jimmy, think it was... you don't understand. That is an expensive wool sweater. I know. That's why I picked it. What? It was my fleece. That's how we'll know what God's will is. Don't worry about that, Jimmy. Jesse and I prayed last night, and we know what God's will is. That's okay, because we'll really know as soon as Dad tells me whether the sweater was wet or dry. Well, Dad? Uh, it was, uh, dry, I think. Ha! There you are. There I'm where? We looked at Bible verses and prayed and decided God's will is for us to stay in Odyssey. Well, there's your answer, Dad. Oh, really? As usual, big sister, you got it all wrong. The sweater was dry, which means that it's okay for us to move to Washington, D.C. You're wacko. You're weird. You're both in trouble if you don't stop and tell us what's going on. What, dry sweaters, Jimmy? What is this? I used my sweater as a fleece, Dad. 
It was dry, so we have God's okay about moving to Washington. Ah, Donna. Well, Jesse and I looked at Bible verses and prayed, and God said to wait in Odyssey. Baloney. Well, it's a lot better. Hold than... it, hold it, hold it. Look, I think you both might be a little confused. In fact, I know you are because I can't make head or tail out of what you're talking about. Now let's all just sit down. And... Oh, I'll get it.、Oh, thanks. Hello. Oh,、uh, yes, Mr. Cole. He's right here. It's Mr. Cole, George.、Oh, thank you. Good morning, Mr. Cole. Oh, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, you've got a map. Good. Then、uh, you won't have any trouble finding this. That's right. Just that's right. Turn left onto Sycamore. It's the third house on the right, number three twenty. All right. Okay. See you in a bit. Goodbye. He's on his way. He's coming here、uh-huh. to the house. Who's Mr. Cole? Oh, your father's new boss. If we move to Washington. Wow, he's really coming here to our house. Of course. I mean, it'd be rude to meet him somewhere else. Now look. I just want everyone to relax. This is just an informal visit. Nothing special. No reason to panic. We should just go about our normal Saturday routine. All right. All right. Fine by me. I'm cool. I'm、oh, good. Look, Jimmy, Donna, I want those rooms clean. I want them clean right now. And、okay. I'm talking about it. George, you left papers all over the place. I'm sorry, I'll get it. I'm fine. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'm on it. I'll get the vacuum. Jimmy, Donna, I was wondering where you two have been all day. Hi, Mr. Whitaker. Hi. Some big shot boss from Washington has come to visit Dad, and we've been cleaning our house within an inch of its life. <laughs> well, this must have something to do with that new job you were telling me about, Jimmy. Yeah, Dad says it's no big deal, but the guys late and Donna, Jimmy, was getting on Mom and Dad's nerves, so they told us to come here for a while. Well, I'm glad they did. Donna. Hi, Jesse. Well, how'd it go? Did you tell your dad about God's will? Uh huh. And Annie knew better than to listen because I figured out God's will. You did not, Jimmy. He threw a sweater out on the front lawn, Jesse. A sweater, and that supposedly told him we should move to Washington. Not the sweater, Donna. The dew. God stopped the morning dew just to tell me His will. It's a miracle. We have to move to Washington now. We do not. God's will is to wait here in Odyssey. I don't believe it. God wouldn't tell us both something different. One of us is wrong, and I can tell you who it is. Donna, you mind if I ask how you realized that? Well, we prayed and read the Bible like Dad said, and well, we found more verses about waiting on God than about going. And when we prayed for God to tell us to go, we stayed quiet, and He didn't say anything. So we knew we should stay. Oh, brother! It's better than throwing your laundry all over the neighborhood. Well, at least wait, I, Jimmy. Wait, listen to me, you two. Discovering God's will isn't a competition, and it's not to be learned by using the Bible or prayer or fleeces like some kind of crystal ball. What God has to say, He says clearly. It's our ability to listen that usually needs work. But I did what Gideon did. And you made the same mistake he made. You look for a sign without taking into consideration the normal circumstances that would occur. See, Jimmy, we were right. Now wait a minute, Donna. Maybe you weren't. You can't just pull verses randomly out of the Bible to discern God's will. But Mr. Whitaker, I was there. We gave God a chance to tell us, and He didn't. I have a feeling what you wanted God to say or not say was what you decided already. Am I right? Well, then what were we supposed to do? How are we supposed to figure out God's will? By knowing God. Huh? 
See, you can't just snap your fingers when a problem comes up and expect God to tell you what to do. You get to know his will by knowing him. Like you and Jesse are best friends, so you spend time together. You've learned her likes and dislikes. You've seen how she reacts to things. If I asked you how she'd handle a situation, you'd probably guess right because you know her so well. God wants us to know him the same way. So when we ask for his will, we may already have a pretty good idea of what it is because we've spent time with him. So what should we do? Put away your fleeces and word counts and start over again. But Dad has to make a decision. He could be with his boss right now. It's never too late to start over with prayer. But this time, we should spend less time praying for some sort of sign from God and pray harder for the one who needs to hear from God the most, your Father. And that building over there is Wits End. You have to see it to believe it. Mary and I take our kids there a lot. And, uh, matter of fact, we'll stop in for a coffee in just a minute. Oh, oh, and those fields over there, that, that's where we have our Little League games. Matter of fact, I'm supposed to coach this year. Jimmy's a good player, and I think Donna's even going to join the girls' soccer team. Did I show you their pictures? <laughs> yes, I saw them earlier, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I wanted you to meet them in person. I, I just can't imagine where they went. It's all right. Some other time, perhaps. Ah, yeah, some other time. It's a nice town, George. I'm sure leaving it would be very difficult for you and your family. Probably would, but uh, don't take that as my decision about the job. Oh, not at all. I'm not here to pressure you about that. I see. Well, if I may ask, Mr. Cole, why are you here? Oh, just to get some impressions. There are things a man can learn face-to-face that he'll never get from application forms or resumes. Well, did you learn something today? I did, George. I'm going to be very honest with you. Really? Yes. There's no question in my mind you're the right man for the job in Washington. You have all the qualities we're looking for. Thank you. But the uh, nagging question I'm asking myself is, are we the right job for you? I don't understand. I'm concerned about your family life. Is there something wrong with it? Oh, on the contrary. It's good. Too good in some respects. I'm sorry. I still don't understand. George, you spend a lot of time with your wife and children. That's admirable. But the job we have for you is going to take a lot of effort. You'll have to pour yourself into it to achieve any level of success, particularly the success we expect. Well, certainly not afraid of hard work, sir. No, no doubt. But to succeed will mean time away from your family. More time than you may realize. Well, what are you saying, Mr. Cole? I'm saying that your family could get in the way of your success with this job. That's all. I'm sorry, sir, but are you asking me to make a choice between my family and this job? George, I'm saying it's something you better think hard about. You kids, go ahead and start the video. I'll put the popcorn in the microwave. Oh, George! I don't want the kids to know I'm home yet. But they're dying to see you. They, well, they've been praying for you all afternoon. How did it go, honey? Perfect. Mr. Cole is a very perceptive man. Oh, well, does that mean you accepted the job? No. <laughs> I turned it down. Odyssey oh. will have to put up with the Barclays for a little while longer. Oh, George. <laughs> but, but why? Whatever made you decide? God's will, Mary. It couldn't have been any clearer. 
A very wise man once said that the best way to live life is to love God, then do as you please. I know they sound like opposites, but they're really not. See, if you love God more than anything else and always put Him first, then He'll always lead you to make the right and best decisions about where you should go and what you should do. And you can always be sure you've made the right decision, as long as that decision means you're serving God. Well, that's our adventure. If you want to write to us, whether it's to talk about today's story or for any reason, I'd sure love to hear from you. Just address your card or letter to Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., V6B4G3. And don't forget to ask about how you can get a copy of today's broadcast. It's called Where There's a Will. The address once again is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Adventures in Odyssey is a production of Focus on the Family. Today's program was written by Paul McCusker and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Dave Arnold and our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.